Welcome to Bricks and Banter, the podcast that brings you the latest insights and advice on all things real estate. All right. Welcome back to Bricks and Banter. Uh, today we have a pretty fun topic, I'd like to say. Yeah. Um, well, fun for most people, right? So, yes. so today we're going to be talking about renovations. So yeah. we have a bit of a story here just to kind of just to kind of preface this episode, right? Yes. So Scott was recently uh, going through the process of purchasing his new home. So we had we had we have we've already previously recorded a episode without without video, just right. audio, yeah. which hasn't been released yet. So we did that about a month ago, right? Roughly, we'll say about that. Yeah. About okay. That. So the idea now is that we want to do a second part to this episode. Essentially, we want to kind of yeah. bring it into one uh, kind of complete episode where uh, first we talk about the the struggles and the various things you were going through, right, when you were in the actual process exactly. of purchasing. Mm-hmm. Where now uh, Scott is in the middle of renovating his home, so yeah. he's gone through a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of exciting and interesting moments these past few weeks. Yeah, the end of March to now has been probably probably one of the busiest times I've had. Yeah, uh, in this industry, and it, and it's funny, it's it's not necessarily related to selling. Yeah. And, and buying houses, yeah. except for myself. Yeah, you're well, you're you're going through it as a consumer, right? Which is uh, it's actually it's it's pretty cool process to go through. Yeah, it's very eye opening. Uh, which is actually why we've done this, right? Like we talked, yes. I feel like there was quite a few good points in the first one that we did, which, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe we're, maybe my memory is just not so strong. Maybe they're all weak points, but I feel like I there were some so. pretty good ones in there. So hopefully we I can think kinda... so. you, you had some pretty good questions for me. Yeah, but yeah. It, it, it was nice because I think it was very relatable to, you know, what our clients deal with every day, but what right. a lot of people who would be listening to this have went through, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, exactly. so the idea today, right, will be to, you know, I'm going to be going through some questions for you. You know, we're, we're a little bit, I'm not going to say scripted today, but we got a few touch points to kind of touch on, right? Well, there's a lot to talk um, about. So you kind yeah. of want to stay focused. Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty yeah. thorough process. Right? And I think we're pretty good at letting our audience know when we've been scripted and when we haven't been scripted. <laughs> well, it's like, it's pretty much completely conversational from, from day one, right? Yeah, so exactly for me, I was right. just saying, uh, I was saying to you before we started, right? Like, I feel like anytime I have a piece of paper in front of me, it just automatically feels like suddenly we're scripted and I need to be like yeah. <laughs> different, but it's not, it's not what it is. Right? It's the same as you and I, when I talk about doing videos and uh, oh, yeah. you know, with your coming soons and your yeah. listings, someone just turns that camera on and I can't do a darn thing. <laughs> and yet just... sitting here having a conversation on a podcast doesn't yeah. bother me at all. Well, that's just, that, that's the idea though, right? That's right. I think why we both enjoy doing it this way too, is it keeps us both natural, you know, takes yep. the pressure off a little bit of, you know, being too perfect just... and polished, right? Exactly. So, Perfect. all right. So yeah. before we jump into that, let's, uh, let's have a quick recap. What'd you do this weekend? Anything, anything exciting or, uh, it was my son's birthday. He turned 18. So okay. technically I guess I have no more kids left in the house. They're all adults. Bunch of, bunch of old people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I know. I'm, I'm bringing up the average age. Here. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we had a nice, nice weekend with him. Uh, Logan turned 18. We'd cooked a brisket yeah. as he's always asked nice. for. So we did a nice, uh, 16 pound brisket. And enjoyed that. Did you, the, come on, did you bring any or what? Like, uh, what, no, what is this? No, I didn't. Come on. I didn't even think about it, actually. <laughs> Sorry, man. Oh, man, what a good guy, eh? <laughs> and it was last actually my, uh, my in-laws said it was probably one of the best ones I've done. Nice. So, How many hours was it on? Uh, 16 hours. Oof. Yeah. That's it's intense, uh, man. Yeah, we started at uh, about 6, 7 o'clock the night before. Nice. And cook it. And, yeah, you'd let it rest and take yeah. it apart. And this one was so nice. It just kind of, like, it's like, Carbon butter. I was going to say, it's so almost nice. like you don't need a knife, probably, right? You're no. just pulling it apart, right? Yeah. No, it was uh, it was actually pretty cool. Well, 
I am excited to eat dinner tonight now. So yeah. I'm just sad oh. it's not going to be brisket. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time I do it, I will I will bring in the brisket or the burnt yeah, ends. Yeah. Well, or I, the, I feel the like that's the, that's the least you can do, no? All right. It's probably, think? probably the yeah, least I, I could do. Know. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking at least. All, <laughs> All right, right. So sounds good. Let's, let's jump into it, right? Okay. Um, sounds good. My weekend was nowhere near as exciting as yours. So once again, we, we genuinely, right. we'll, it's we'll, not worth the time here. Okay. We'll keep All right. It, keep it. So keep it at that. If you were to guide somebody through, you know, say, say you had a client who was looking to buy a home mm-hmm. and they were trying to buy a fixer upper, right? Yes. So there's always going to be a timeline associated with that. So when would you say would be the best time to kind of start planning for a renovation? Um, I would say you've got to be, you've got to be 30 to 60 days out okay. uh, to start planning. Yeah. Uh, I thought I had a lot of time on certain things I was doing. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm halfway, not even halfway through it, probably maybe a quarter of the way through it, yeah. I realize it's like, wow, I'm running out of time. <laughs> and I've got a bridge for six weeks. Yeah. And we started planning probably 40 days before okay. we actually took possession. And yeah, we're running out of time. Well, and the tricky thing with renovations too is I feel like a lot of people get very, um, like once they have their timeline, they get very set on it. Yes. I, I, I'm, I'm probably speaking more so young people buying their first fixer upper type home. But yeah. the point is just my experience with renovations and clients' experience is a lot of time the timeline isn't uh, isn't so easy to kind of well, maintain, yeah. right? And, and there's a couple of different ways to approach doing the renovations. Like we're yeah. taking the, the fact that when we move in, we want them all done. Yeah. So we took the idea of let's take six weeks and 45 days prior to yeah. uh, to get that done. And I'm not going to do the math and how long that is because my math skills are terrible. <laughs> it's too tricky for you. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, ran out of fingers and toes a long yeah. time ago. But we kind of want to, when we take possession, we want the renovations to be done. Yeah. Now, some people don't have that luxury. They just have to move in and start doing the renovations yeah, live through because it. you know how closing dates work. You've got mm-hmm. one and then maybe three or four days and then you're into the new property. So we don't have that luxury. So this one was different. Um, We ordered the kitchen, got the appliances, knew what we wanted. And we've done it a couple times. So it's a little bit easier having that experience behind us. Yeah, it's not your first, uh, you know, your first time going through it, right? So I would imagine you have certain things that are just, they're almost like second nature probably to you in terms of planning and, you know, coordinating, right? Well, it's, we did a topic a little while ago about uh, the network to network. Yeah. And it's those network people that are helping us. Yep. So same electrician, same plumber, it's awesome. same kitchen person, same, you know, contractors yeah. for the most part. Um, my last contractor retired, so I, you know, yeah. don't that's have unlucky. him at my yeah. disposal anymore. <laughs> um, but that's something that's easier for us. Yeah. So again, building up that network of people makes that process much easier for sure because you can have a conversation with them beforehand. Okay. So here are my drawings, yeah. right? So here are the drawings of the kitchens, here are the drawings of the uh, things. And even as well-planned as we were, you know, we went from taking a laundry room and flipping it to a bathroom, back to a powder room. So you and, changed quite a bit, eh? Already. Well, yeah. I yeah. mean, it was supposed to be straight kitchen renovation. Yeah. And then from there, put in the new flooring, open up the dining room, and that was it. Yeah. And then well, you're moving in. You're good. What, that was yeah. the, the goal. Now we've moved a wall. Mm-hmm. Then the contractor says, well, your bathroom would look better this way. And your laundry room would be bigger this way. And we're like, okay, yeah, it kind of makes sense. Yeah. And that's the time to do it. You do oh, not no, no, want sure. to go back in six months or a year and go, that was a really good idea. Maybe I should move that wall again. Yeah. No. Um, take the time, bite the bullet, and try and get your main things done now. Yeah. And I think that the whole thing too is like, this is a, obviously this is going to be, I'm hoping this is going to be like your dream home, right? Oh, it already but, is. But that's the thing, right? Yeah. So the idea is just everybody always wants to kind of get the dream home. They want to do all these things. But yeah. 
you have to make those tough decisions, right? And if you don't have the funds to kind of make those changes, then sometimes you just have to work with what you have, right? But exactly. if you're able to, then yeah, it sounds like your contractor is guiding you, you know, pretty well. And that obviously goes back to the trust in your relationship, right? The nice thing about having that relationship is you're exactly right. Yeah. You can sit down, you can hash it out in the middle of a subfloor. Yeah. You can mark everything out. Everybody's got their pencils out, their pens out, their yeah. market, they're writing on the walls. You know, you're writing on the floor. The island's going to end here. The cupboards are going to be here. Bathroom's going to be there. And That's then exciting. someone, then someone points out, it's like, where's the plumbing going? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oops, forgot the plumbing. Yeah. Right. So then you got to come back and then the plumber starts getting into the conversation. And if it's everybody that works well together, then you come up with, you know, some different ideas as to what, what you can do. Yeah. Well, uh, sorry, sorry, go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. no, I was just going to say about plumbing, right? Like plumbing yeah. is a great example for that because, you know, it's one of those things that once you're, once the room is finished or, you know, whatever below is finished, like it's very hard to kind of just go back yeah. and add in some, some water lines or something, right? Like you have to start ripping things apart. Oh, I know. Like point, a, right? move a toilet. Yeah. No, move a toilet with a foot. Right. So yeah, yeah, one you've foot. got all your drains, you've got all your water lines, you've got you no, know, where does it go? Now I got to move the vanity. And if yeah. I move the vanity, then I got to move the door. And if I move yep. the door, where do I put the door? And then I got to put the fan somewhere. Yeah. And it's like, just keeps going, right? Yeah. One after the other. Knee bones connected to the bones connected to the hip bone. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Okay. So on the same topic though, yep. like what we're, what we're saying here, right. To kind of get through, um, you know, the line of, um, not the line of questioning, but just like the, yeah. the transition of start to finish. Right. So yeah. would you say, uh, in any of the renovations you're doing right now? Is it something that you would even consider as like a DIY or is everything like, are you going fully contractors, professionals? Like what's your opinion on the DIY side of um, people um, doing renovations? I used to do the DIY. Yeah. Um, my back has told me now that I shouldn't do it, <laughs> well, nor have my, so have my knees and my yeah. shoulders and everything else. But that's a different, you know, I'm at a different stage of life, but I liked doing it. Yeah. Um, the problem is that we're all professionals. No, that's not the problem. We're not all professionals. No, <laughs> that's not the answer. Okay. then. It's not the answer. And it's not the question. Well, see you Sorry. Later. Let me, <laughs> let me circle back to that. You and I do what we do. Plumbers come in and do what they do. Yeah. Contractors come in and do what they do. There is no point in me sitting down and going, I can do the plumbing. Yes, I can. Are you capable? Probably. Yes, I am capable. <laughs> I can do it to a certain extent. But if you make a mistake, your plumber's coming back in and fixing it for you anyways. Yeah. Same thing with your drywaller. Yes, I can hang a sheet of drywall. I've seen people do it. I know how to do it. But I've also watched the professionals do it where they come in and they hang tape and they're done oh, yeah. in a week. It's like, like clockwork. me sanding and taping and putting up drywall. Like no I'll move in for Christmas time yeah. if I'm lucky. <laughs> Next year. Yeah. 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 2025. And you'll still be choking on dust on Christmas morning from all the right. drywall dust. So I've kind of come to the realization and I've joked with this a lot of with the contractors that I have or the people that I have and the professionals that I have. Mm -hmm. The best tool I have in my toolbox right now is a checkbook and a pen. Right. Well, that was kind of getting to my next question, to yeah. be honest with you. Yeah. E-transfer yeah. facilities on my phone and yeah. not a, nobody writes a check anymore. Well, <laughs> some of us do. Some of the older <laughs> folks, yes, will still write uh, out checks. Thank you, Dylan. That's good. Okay. So anyway, so on the same point though, budget, yeah. right? Like, is there, is there a way for that, in your opinion, there's a way to establish a realistic budget? Like, is there, like... For me, I feel like if you're making a budget, you have to kind of have some leeway for it, things to go wrong or things to change, right? So yeah. I guess my question to you is just how did you budget for this or how would you, how would you encourage someone to budget for a, for a larger scale renovation? It's a good question. We knew roughly from previous renovations, okay. like in our old house, we had renovated a kitchen five, six years ago. 
So we knew that appliances were going to cost probably between ten and twelve thousand yeah. dollars, depending on what we're going to buy. Yeah, kitchen cabinetry, a mm, little bit more cabinetry on this side. So okay, it's going to cost maybe ten to fifteen percent more. Yeah. And the obviously last depends, one cost, right? Yeah, on the finishes and quality, right? Like yeah, you can get maple cabinets, you can get MDF cabinets, you can do yeah. just plain wood cabinets. They're stained. You can do like there's so many different options. Yeah. But if you're going down kind of the middle of the road stuff, then yes, you do get a good chance to sit down with your contractors and say, you know, a kitchen should cost you, kitchen cabinetry should cost you between 24 and 30. Mm -hmm. Appliances are probably going to cost you between 10 and 12. Now you start bringing in the other components like electrical and plumbing. Yeah. Right. So and that's where I, it can get costly too, right? Well, very costly. Like you got three electricians running around in your house. All it's too know. many. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's too many for but anybody's wallet. But again, it comes back to it. It's like, it's a really interesting thing like if i was doing it it probably a it would get done eventually mm -hmm. is it right is it lined up properly is it done with the best options is it done with the best fit and finish yeah no probably not and i'm honest with myself enough to say that yeah. but let them do it and instead of putting in 60 lights put in 40 yeah. be effective that way if you can make that happen right there's there's certain ways to save money but don't do it on the cheapest price. Yeah, well, and I think we, I'm, I'm pretty sure we uh, we quoted one of our buddies here, Sean Hinchy, about uh, yeah. just doing things right the first time, right? Like we, we did that yeah. on one of our previous episodes. I can't remember which one it was, but um, to me, I think it, like I, I'm along the same line as you and the yeah. way I think about that is just do it right the first time, right? Yeah. Like, you know, hire the right people, you know, obviously through your trusted network, if that's how you found them or yeah. wherever you found them, just do it right yeah. the first time because yeah. it, it will probably cost you It'll definitely cost you more money and the stresses of doing something twice with the money the piles with it like it's just not worth it right well a lot of the time and it's not just the electrical that's going to get damaged if you've done it wrong well or the plumbing yeah, right now i'm pulling go. out drywall again i'm bringing back a contractor yeah. i'm bringing out a drywall taper yeah. you know it's the cheapest op option is usually the most expensive yeah right yeah in the long run because you right. have to fix something that went wrong or mm -hmm. someone didn't do it. Someone did sloppy, yeah. you know, didn't, it didn't plumb, not true. Yeah. You know, nothing was lined up. Your, your pot lights go down on a crooked line oh, and yeah. all of a sudden some of them are going this way and some of them are going this way. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's stuff we see every day, right? Like yeah. every time we're in homes, like, you know, I was, I toured a few on the weekend and it's just like, you know, every time I go in, like we can't help, I think, but be looking for these things. Like, you know, it's, I feel like we all have a level of, um, I don't know if judgment is the word, but we all have just this level of uh, like just the way we view things. Like we'll say, okay, that is definitely like a, this is clearly a professional or we'll be like, that was a hack job. Like yeah. we kind of have this scale in our head where as soon as we go into a house, we can kind of like yeah. pick it out right away. Right. Yeah. You can tell most renovations that were done um, sometimes by the homeowner. Yeah. Right. And then you can tell the ones that have been done by the professionals. Yeah. Well, and see, like, like just going back to what you were saying there, there's like the little things that can sometimes go wrong and that, you know, these guys will do right is that if you, if you do it yourself, like it's usually the little things that, yeah. you know, you think are the easier things to do. But when you actually look at the finished product, yeah. the small things that, you know, carry through at the home are probably what's going to make it actually appear worse than it is. Right. If they're done incorrectly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If the baseboards aren't, you know, lined up, if the cuts aren't made nicely, like the, the oh. simple things. Right. Yeah. I mean, the, I've, grout, I've... the caulking, like there's so many of the little things that's a, that's a prime example like i did trim years ago Trim's not as easy as people think no you see you cut it i've got it went out bought myself a nice miter saw yeah you right? thought you were the oh, king sliding hey, compound miter saw oh, right? yeah. chop, 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 <laughs> and making all my cuts and everything yeah. else and put it in there's more alex caulking along the back of the the the, the, uh, yeah. the baseboard to cover up all the mistakes yeah right and you get a professional that comes in does it half the time yeah, they make one cut 
Do you know what I mean? Where for us, we'd be measuring it three times, cutting it, changing the angle. Like, well, because they've, right? the, they've got all the tricks. They've got exactly. all the things. Like I watch my contractor do some of the stuff and I'm sitting there going, why is he doing that? Yeah. And then he goes out, cuts it once, puts it in. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And sometimes right? it's just, like you said, it's the tricks of the trade that they know and the little ways. Yeah. It's the same just like we do in any business, right? There's always going to be little things that either make the job you know, more efficient or just are just yeah. simply easier to accomplish the goal, right? Exactly. Um, so yeah, it's interesting because that's the thing is I, I always, it's, it's usually the the easy things, you know, the quote unquote easier stuff that people yeah. will try to do where the rest of their home could actually be done professionally. But if they tried to hack a few of these things in themselves, it can make yeah. the rest of it look really poor, right? Yeah. The one thing I have learned with keeping to a budget is pick out the projects that your contractor is happy that you do, right? Cool. And most of the time they're, they're happy or they're willing to say, like, if you can do this between Monday and Tuesday, when I come back on Wednesday, I'll pick up and doing the other thing. So I'll give you an example. Um, my plumber's coming in to put in a, um, I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's a sewage. Um, oh, naturally. Oh, God. Naturally. I was literally going to say, <laughs> tell me it has to do ejection with Ejection pump. System. He's putting in an ejection pump. On the, why does it always come back to septic? I'm starting to think that should be like in your bio, you know, like. Yeah. Maybe septic Scott. That's got a good ring to it. Poop expert. <laughs> well, that, that's Poop the other expert. side of it. Yeah, that works too. <laughs> Not going to get as many. Oh, maybe you'll get more clips. I don't know. Yeah, I was. I was almost going to say a really bad word there. <laughs> Probably good that we kept it. Uh, kept, kept it G rated. Yeah, G rated. Mostly. So what he said was, you know, you look at what he makes an hour to be a professional, right? Yeah. So let's say it's between eighty and one hundred and twenty dollars an hour. And some people say, oh my gosh, no, that's so expensive. It's like, no, not to have a professional in, they're a professional. Yeah. Um, so he said, you can pay me $120 to dig a hole yeah, or you can dig a hole, yourself. right? Yeah. And I was like, well, I can work a shovel, yeah. right? And it's probably one of the things I'm pretty well skilled at right now there is the working end of a shovel and off you go, there you go, right? I can dig a four foot hole with the best of them. Well, hey, sometimes if the ground's hard, it can be tougher <laughs> than you think. <laughs> There's careful what you wish I've for, experienced it, but. but you know, that's something that saves your contractor doing right. Yeah. And they'll mark it out for you and they'll for say, sure. okay, look, dig within these confines here, you know, go this wide, this, this, this far across yeah. or this deep or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And even my contractor does stuff too. He'll leave stuff piled up in the corner. Mm -hmm. I don't want him walking back and forth to the dumpster. Right. Doing all this stuff and, you know, taking trips out there and going, picking stuff up. So that's where you can, that's where you can save a little bit of money. Let your professionals do what they're good at and they're efficient yeah. at. They get it done quickly. Yeah. If you want to dig a hole, you want to sweep up or, you know, you want to put, you know, stack the insulation or go and stack the wood or bring yeah. the wood in. Yeah. Great. Right. But I've learned that one of my contractors said, like, if you, um, if I do the work, it's a hundred dollars an hour. If you stand and watch, it's $120 yeah, an hour. If you say. help me bring stuff in, it's $140 an yeah, hour. And if you start away. giving advice, it's $150 yeah. an hour. Well, like I think, and like maybe I'm, you know, a bit uh, off, not off base, but just, I mean, I think a lot of homeowners do that, like with, with contractors oh, yeah. and people that they hire to bring in. And it's so like, I used to do that. It's so frustrating. So you stand there right? and it was like, okay, what? Yeah. What? Okay. What are you doing over there? Yeah. Right. And you're just, Ooh, yeah. Like, tell me what you're doing now. Like, yeah, no, like, they don't want that. No, like, they're, they're good at what they do. Yeah. And that's why it's good to have that plan and that conversation beforehand. This is what we want to do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Now, if you want to work everything, if you want to stop for five, 10 minutes and say, okay, you know, I kind of had a thought, this is what I'd like to do. What do you think? Great. 
get them back on focus, get everybody yeah. and then get your ideas out, go away. Yeah. Let Literally them leave the house. <laughs> yeah. Let them do their work. Yeah. Right. So that's one of the things where I wouldn't, I would try and find other ways to save money to yeah. stay on budget. Okay. So let's move on to the next one yeah. here. So, uh, just like really the question is just about mistakes, uh, when making, when doing renovations. So like, would you say like right now, if you were to be like critical of yourself and you know, your wife and your process of doing this, like, have you guys, have you made any mistakes that you feel like right now? Or a couple minor ones? Yeah. Okay. A couple minor ones. We scheduling. Okay. Um, we had, who do we have? We had a contractor, Kale, our painter, yeah. and the electricians all there on one day. That's a, and that's a hot house. <laughs> oops. Yeah. Again, you know, it's a minor oops, yeah. right? But the electricians kind of just said, yeah, we'll stay downstairs. Contractor said, I'm going to be working on this side. Painter said, okay, I'll go paint upstairs. Uh, so they were pretty good then, right? They were pretty good, but you get three professional contractors that all show up and they're like, yeah. Um, why is everybody here? <laughs> yeah. You know, all we had to do was throw in the flooring guy and it just would yeah. have been chaos. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> yeah, the flooring guy. So, everything. you know, the guys that I'll do a little shout out here, the guys at Bryston were great. They yeah. said, okay, we need this and this and this on this date. And, you know, they came in after the painters were there, it was which we needed. Yeah. Right. So it gave the painters a chance to come in and do all the trim, make a mess, spray everything. And then the floors went in. Yeah. And the floors were done in three days. Oh, that's, well, that's, Three that's, days. I feel like that's good, but for yeah. the whole house, yeah, yeah, for the entire that upstairs. baseboard too, and everything. Or? Uh, no, we're gonna go back and put the yeah. uh, the baseboard on. We took it all yeah. out, had it all painted. Yeah, nice, right? And again, that's another little thing, right? Do I want the guys that are professional floor installers carrying out the baseboard one yeah. base at a time? Nope. So was it old baseboard that you're keeping and you're just painting it? Or? It was actually a nice baseboard. Yeah. Okay. So we were very careful in taking it nice. off. Yeah, that's cool. Um, hey, baseboard's so, not cheap, right? Like, nope. Once nope, again, not anymore. another thing that adds So up. my son and I sat down and we kind of took the baseboard off carefully, wrote on the back, marked it all. Nice. Right? Marked the wall. That's so, you know, effort. bedroom one was yeah. one A, B, C, D, E, yeah. and marked that all down. Then into bedroom two and marked it all, yeah. you know, and it's all now in the, in the uh, garage. Well, you know, just as I'm thinking here, like, you know, that's, that's a really, that's a really good point, I think, right? Yeah. For like, we're, we just talked about ways to save money, right? And yeah. we're now talking about maybe mistakes people have made, like, yeah. Like when I think back to my house and when I renovated my place, because I did my kitchen, I did my floors, I did a deck, like I did a lot of stuff pretty quickly. And I guess mm -hmm. the point I'm getting at is just the point you made there about, you know, maybe carefully removing baseboards if they actually can be used. Like that's a really, it's a really good idea, right? Because a lot of people will just get the crowbar out and pull, rip them off and that's yeah. it, right? Yeah, but um, Kale came in and did a great job of painting them all and bringing them all back yeah, to life. That's awesome. And he had a wicked process. Like he brought a sprayer. I was going to, I was just going to say, I yeah, hope he had he, a sprayer. Cause... Yeah, he had a sprayer and he said, you know, if I was to paint these on the wall, you're three days. Oh yeah. It's so, you have to tape everything or you got to be very meticulous, right? Right. And he, he said to me, just pull them off and line them up in the middle of the floor. No yeah. flooring in, just an old subfloor. Yeah, and just we line them. them all up and he came in and literally, Dylan, he had it done in an hour. Yeah. Like the whole like, house, basically. All the baseboard. Yeah. It's amazing. And then he came back and did all the trim around the windows. Yeah. He had a really cool thing for taping off the windows yeah, really, and yeah. taping off mirrors, taping off everything. Nice. So again, professionals. Yes. Right. So I'd be sitting there with my frog tape. You know, well, and you know, we always say, right, like time is money, right? Like if you spend it is. your own time doing yeah. that, not only are you going to be just absolutely annoyed by the yeah. annoyed, like just the job that it is to do that. Right. Yeah. Like, and also the quality of the work, the difference in that, right. If you're spraying it as opposed to you crawling around the house with a paintbrush, <laughs> there's no, doesn't even compare, right? You, there's no brush strokes 
on any yeah. of the trim. They're gonna, yeah, it's amazing. I'm it looks like it's, it. it looks like a lacquer professional. Yeah. Well, it is well, a it lacquer is. professional yeah. finish, right? It's looks awesome. like it is. Yeah, yeah. Um, Look at this. yeah. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. The so that was that was the one really good thing. So I would say my biggest mistake is the just the timing, right? And trying to get possibly trying to get too much stuff done too quickly or yeah. all at once. Okay. Right. And that's where it comes back to that plan, you know, sit down and, you know, okay, what day is the electrician coming in? What day is the plumber coming in? Yeah. Cause it's not to say that um, some of the contractors or some of the trades can't be there at the same time. Yeah. Right. Like electrician and plumber, they can be there at the same time. For sure. You know, they're not in each other's way. Yeah. Um, you get a flooring guy, a painting guy and a plumber. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. <laughs> not good. Not that's good. a recipe for chaos. <laughs> yeah. And anything that's, you know, wet or anything that's, you know, needs time to dry. So I would think taping on drywall. Yeah. You don't want a whole lot of people in there because as soon as someone brushes by the corner and yes. takes all the... Just like painting, right? Like Yeah. Yeah, so okay. easy to lean up against a wall. You don't realize it's wet. Like, yeah. oh, shit. I'm like, exactly. My whole arm is wet, right? <laughs> um, yeah. But, uh, okay. So let's uh, let's keep rolling on then. So, yeah. like, I feel like the next questions here, they can kind of be lumped together a little bit. Okay. Um, but I guess, like, one is about, the, like, the vision and how to kind of maintain the vision in your renovation. But we've already kind of touched on that a little bit where, you know, things can change. Yeah. Like, for you personally, right? Like, I guess to kind of just frame that differently as an actual question would be, would you say, like, even after the changes, would you say you've kind of maintained exactly pretty much what you were looking for here, like from start to where you are now? The changes have been layout, but the design and the look and the feel yeah. has stayed the same. Okay. We haven't ventured off from different colors. We haven't ventured off from different flooring types. We haven't ventured off from the different tiles that we're okay. picking. So the theme and everything else is still the same. Yeah. And that was something else that was extremely different as well. As we have a friend that we curl with in, oh, yeah. in Port Perry. And she did a, she is a designer. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to say. Um, but she came in and was, you know, constructively critical of maybe our design. Okay. So she's kind of taught us how to, you know, run things together, keep things cleaner, keep the look and the feel consistent throughout the house and why things are done a certain way that we wanted to, my youngest son likes the Vegas Golden Knights. Right. Okay. So he wants to keep a themed room. Yeah. Okay. So our thought was just paint it like a Jersey. Yeah. Right. Like get the Vegas Golden Knights Jersey and paint it that way. And she said, no, actually no. Cause if you ever go into a, a museum or high design, your, your feature pieces are, are set against a nice, bright, clean, crisp wall. Okay. As opposed to it just being everything painted like the dark gray yeah, and like then the, the gold and then the red and everything yeah, else. Yeah. It gets very dark. Yeah. Right. She goes, actually, you can do some really nice feature pieces in that room that yeah. will make those individual pieces pop. Pop out, yeah. Way better than sense. if it's just painting another way. So again, you know, she gave us a few design tips for our living room and our dining room, things we hadn't thought about before. So Let's again, a that. professional. Anyway, all right. So uh, oh, welcome back to the uh, Walt Disney Mickey yeah, and Minnie yeah. Mouse uh, podcast today. <laughs> yeah, we had a little uh, little uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> all right, let's let's pick up uh, where we yeah. were. You had a question about uh, we were talking about the designer and the the designer, the tips that you got at, at the house, right? Um, yeah. So I guess moving on from there. Um, to me, this one is a pretty. It's I'm gonna almost say it's a, it's a bit of a redundant question. I feel like, mm-hmm. but what would you say are the most uh, you know, value adding renovation someone can do to their home? Well, the big ones, obviously kitchens, right? So we're taking in our house, our new house, we're taking two rooms that were undersized and combining them into one room kitchen Okay. Okay. and putting in a much bigger Island. Nice. Utilize that space better. 
Sense, and then yeah. open up the space that's in between the island and the countertops. Okay. Like yeah, I've, yeah. I've been very accustomed to living in a, a slightly smaller house. Yeah. So you find that you shoehorn things into yeah, yeah. That, that fit and you make them work and they do. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Cause yeah. we lived in our house for 17 years yeah, it was a beautiful house, and never had any problems or issues. Yeah. Right. We've just, with the way things are progressing, we knew we needed a bigger house. Mm -hmm. So this is, you're asking about value adds. I think having that space utilized that way yeah. is a tremendous value add. Yeah. Um, your bathrooms, how can you utilize the space better? Yeah. You know, can you move a bathroom? And that's what our contractor told us. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you swing the bathroom this way, now you borrow some space from the hallway, you yeah. don't lose any of your functionality within that space, but it's big enough now to have a linen closet in yeah. a powder room on the main floor. Yeah. And I find like, bathrooms especially right a lot of the times think about like your your average bungalow right like yeah. 50s bungalow whatever it is yeah a lot of the times you're going you're like that bathroom is going to be very centered around the bedrooms right and a lot of the time there'll be a closet you know backing onto the bathroom so the point i'm saying is just uh it seems like a pretty common theme to sometimes utilize closet space you know yeah. uh, bathroom space and kind of like kind of you know combine the two sometimes right so maybe you lose the really big closet in the one room but you gain the linen closet in the bathroom or you gain right. space for a stand-up shower or something that you couldn't have previously right where we gain the space and you make a really good point our yeah. space was wasted space in the foyer yeah right yeah no one was going to be standing there and having a social or you know you're greeting your guests there yeah. it was just kind of a place in front of the um, the front closet where you had, let's say 70 square feet okay. when all you really needed was 50. Yeah. So put that other 20 back into the bathroom. Yeah. That's a little a bit. Huge, makes a lot, right? Like that's a huge difference in a bathroom. Oh yeah. For like sure. I know when you finish off space and you put in a closet, you might end up with maybe five or six more square feet of actual yeah. functioning space. Yeah. But you took what was a 28 inch vanity and now you're putting in a 36 inch vanity, yeah, it's, it's, right? That's a pretty big difference. So you, now you've got a more usable vanity space. You've yeah. got more space to put in a toilet, mm -hmm. right? Back to my septic things. And then a closet. And then as you're designing the closet, there's more things you can do with that. Yeah. So now you turn it into a, like a broom closet, linen closet, maybe some cleaning supplies. Now that frees up your laundry room, right? Cause now not everything is crammed into your laundry room. Yeah. So there's more functioning high utilization space yeah. if you can, when you do that. So again, um, that's how I would look at it. And we did it one other time upstairs. Mm -hmm. We looked at where the, um, I'm talking with my hands a lot today. It's like um, me, I'm like punching the microphone every, yeah, every chance um, I get. <laughs> you know, we had a, we have a huge primary bedroom and then a huge primary ensuite nice. and walk-in closet. And we looked at it and we, I mean, the plumber sat there for 20 minutes contractor sat there for half an hour looking at the space, yeah. right? you know, how do you use it better? And, you know, our conversations were, what do you use more? Do you use your closet more? Do you use your bathroom more? Yeah. Like what, what's, what's that higher more value you, item? Right? And for us, it came down to the closet. So we said, okay, we don't want a lot of furniture in our bedroom, let's mm -hmm. say. So we created space, borrowed it a little bit from the bathroom and made the closet bigger. Yeah. Nice. Because for us, that worked mm -hmm. right having that extra space now you've got kind of a quasi a little bit of a dressing room kind of walk-in closet yeah. where you've got dressers mirrors everything else yeah. so that was a really neat thing and all we did was we borrowed 26 inches from yeah. here by six feet long which was going to be a double vanity 
Yeah. Just enough space for that. Right? In the bathroom. Yeah. And we thought, okay, what are the, what are the times that you're going to use a double vanity in your ensuite? Yeah. So probably slim and none. Yeah. It depends on the lifestyle of the. Right. Individual. So for us, right. that thing made sense that we got more space out of, out of the, the closet. Yeah. yeah. And like, as you're, as you're talking about that, right. I'm thinking about my sister and my brother and uh, my brother-in-law's place, because when they bought that, it was a, it was a beautiful home. It had already had some renovations done yep. to it, but uh, you know, we talk about these major tickets or the big ticket items that, yeah. you know, the value adds and the kitchen at their place was just like jaw droppingly beautiful, <laughs> like just yeah. stunning, amazing appliances, beautiful, big Island, like just everything you'd want in a, in a newer kitchen. But the bathrooms were just like very poorly planned, you know, yeah. like it's a, it's a ranch style bungalow. So the bedrooms and you know, the main bathroom is all down at kind of one end of the house and you yeah. got your living space in the middle and then laundry and garage on the other side. Right. It's all kind of like a long home. Right. Yeah. Um, so the point I'm saying is just, they were, they were just really poorly planned. Like the, the kid's bathroom or the guest bathroom, we'll call it was like oversized. Like it was huge. It had like a random corner vanity in it and just like five feet next to the toilet. It just didn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. So the ensuite only had a, it was like a crammed in like stand up shower and like single vanity. Like it was just had like no space whatsoever. Right. Mm -hmm. And they have since, cause my brother-in-law, um, like I'm sure we'll have him on here probably one day, but he does renovations, yeah. right. He's a, he's a contractor. So he, he had kind of looked at that from day one and he always had kind of had this plan in his mind from my understanding. And he literally was able to renovate both the bathrooms, turn them both into like functional, like perfect spaces for the use of, you know, their family and, you know, whoever yeah. the next family would probably be. Yeah. And it's just the point of that is it's like, as you said, when you get into these major renovations, sometimes, you know, things change or a wall changes, but at the same time, sometimes people just renovate a kitchen and they don't address other things. So it can kind of be like the next piece is for you to do. Right. Right. So value add, right. He has, has he changed the, you know, the, the quantity of the bathrooms? No, but he's improved upon them, like completely yeah. renovated them. Right. It's, it's the utilization of the space. Exactly. And now for the ensuite, they have a huge ensuite. It's, you know, yeah. super functional for, to be an ensuite. Yeah. And then the kid's bathroom works perfectly for a kid's bathroom. Right. Yeah. And so that's and one shrunk, one grew. Right. You look at the homes that are built throughout the years, fifties, you yeah. know, different functionality. Oh yeah. Like, look at a lot of the homes that were built in the fifties. Yeah. You couldn't even walk out the back of the house <laughs> into the backyard. You had to go out some side yeah. yard or your front door exactly. and go all the way around. Yeah. Now you look at it and it's like people have high functioning backyards. Yeah. You've got entertaining areas, you've got barbecue areas, you've got pools, hot tubs, all that stuff that a lot yeah. of people have and they want to be able to access that. Yeah. And it's just, I think it's just the design changes down the years, right? Like, yeah. You know, back in the day, like I, I say pretty frequently when I'm in, you know, older century homes or whatever, like if, if you think about them, a lot of time when you're, say, for example, upstairs in the bedrooms or wherever the bedrooms are in an old, like a century home, right? There's usually yeah. not a lot of wasted space, right? Like the bedrooms usually aren't excessively large because they were built to sleep in, right? Like, yeah, exactly. Where nowadays, you know, the, so we, like, we see these bedrooms all the time where they've got like a little kind of corner nook for a, a desk and there's like, you know, yeah. everything is just like the, the it, it all comes back to the design, right? Yeah. That's I'm, what I'm saying. I'm, I think you're talking about me purposely there. <laughs> what am I, am I making fun of you there by accident? <laughs> no, no, no. We just looked at this, like the size of our primary bedroom. Oh yeah. It's like, it's, I think it's bigger than our first house. Yeah, no, but <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> but the point I'm saying is just from a design perspective, right? Yeah. And same thing goes with the, the, you know, the exterior doors you're talking about, the side entrances, the back entrances, all that, yeah. right? The thought that goes into these, these design yeah. processes now is just, I think it comes from a very different yeah. Um, perspective a lot of the time, right? Yeah. The way we use our houses is vastly different and has cool. transformed. Yeah. Like you would, you don't think about it an awful lot, but mm -hmm. over 50 years, 
Look how a house huge. utilization has changed. Yeah. Well, and especially now, like even if we just look at it, like we're June twenty twenty three right now. Let's yeah. if we if we, even if we just look at it from COVID, like I would bet you that a lot of builders have started to think a little bit differently, right? About yeah. maybe sometimes like we always see flex spaces or like these extra kind of spaces in the home sometimes where you don't really yeah. know what it's meant for, right? Where I think now you're maybe seeing a little bit more of a thought going into those extra, yeah, empty or you yeah, know, you're not seeing those media yeah. rooms like anymore. people are because for me too, like I had a few homes last year I listed where you know, they were set up with home offices and there was, you know, cause when we're staging a home or we're working with our stager, mm-hmm. sometimes you think like, should we remove this as an office and make it a bedroom so that there's no, you know, questioning, like it's, it can be a bedroom. Right. But yeah. uh, a couple of the times, like we actually kept them as offices to, to show off like, yes, like this home has, let's say four bedrooms and a home office. Right. Yeah. Because that is something that a lot of people are considering these days. Right. Yeah, no, very much so. And it's something that we take into consideration. Yeah. Um, a lot. Our renovations are generally based on because we have that insight or that knowledge, we see what works, we see what functions well. Yeah. Taking case in point, when we go on tour, you yeah. hear feedback of what people like in homes. Mm-hmm. I, I would do this differently if it was my home. I would do this the same way because yeah. I think it works really well. So we're able to take those things out. So for from our perspective, when we renovate, we do look a little bit at resale value. Well, I think you have to, like at right. least a little bit, right? Like Yeah, yeah. yeah 24 karat gold, um, faucets probably <laughs> yeah. aren't the best investment. Might not see the return on 10 yeah, of those if gonna, you put them not in the house, see right? there. Yeah. But you know, the, the high functioning, high utilization bathrooms, yeah. like the, the en suites and stuff like that, or the kitchen that works yeah. because you know that the kitchen is the center of the home. Everybody congregates in there. You have guests, you have family over, everybody ends yeah, up in the like kitchen. The, the hub of the house, right? right? Like, so if you're going to spend the money, I would spend it on an area in there yeah. where you can, you can host in there, you can entertain there, you can cook and you can prep. It's, it's again, high functioning yeah. and you know, whoever is working in the kitchen is not isolated from what's yeah, going on. In a separate and room in fact, or something, right? Most people will gravitate and kind of hang out the people that want to be on their own and don't want to be bothered with conversation yeah. or don't why or just want to maybe sit and watch some sporting event or whatever yeah. it is can go off to the side and, and do their thing. Yeah. So, you know, as we're talking here, this kind of yeah. brings me to a new point that I want to, I want to bring up here and let's have a, a you know, brief discussion on it, but mm-hmm. just the idea. So when someone is renovating a home, right. Mm-hmm. To me, there is a point where you could be over improving the property. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we're talking about the return on the investment is the reason I bring it up because, you know, I feel like I see it fairly frequently where you have, say, for example, somebody from, uh, who's not from the area. Maybe they're not yeah. from Oshawa. They could be from anywhere in Ontario and they buy a home to to flip it. Like they're just going to, yeah. their sole purpose is to buy that home, close it, renovate it, sell it, yeah. move on, make some money, do it again. Right. Mm-hmm. So the point is just, we were talking about mistakes earlier. And I think that is a mistake that sometimes, you know, if you're, if you're over improving a home that doesn't really need it, like we're talking about the 24 karat tap, gold taps and, yeah. you know, the, the really high end, like little things throughout the home. Right. I think there yeah. does get to a point where, like the home you're buying now, it's a different kind of story, right? Like I don't right. really think you could necessarily over improve a home of that like stature with a property like that, right? Yeah. But I've seen it before where, you know, people do lose money because they went a bit overboard or they went a little bit too crazy when they didn't yeah. really need to. So like, it, do you ever feel that yourself or? Yeah, I do when we're doing these sorts of things and it's always, you know, how much am I going to use this or yeah. what am I going to do it with it when it's done? Like, how am I going to utilize it? 
Yeah. Like if I'm building stuff and I remember when I first started in this industry, I, I was working with my clients mm -hmm. and they said, well, you know, I put a $35,000 deck on it. So my house is worth $35,000 more. Yeah. That's the wrong Doesn't way to way. approach it. Right. It's, it's nice. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's great. It's not adding that same direct value. Yeah. So I always kind of took the approach of, I hope you enjoyed it. Yeah. When you built it, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? Like, did it improve your living space? Did you entertain out there? Did you have family and friends out there? And did you barbecue and hot tub or whatever it was yeah. that you did with that space? That was for you. Yeah. It wasn't necessarily always about the return on investment. For sure. There are some very core things that you can do. Um, that bubblegum pink tile, <laughs> brand new, yeah. you know, might look like something kind of really unique and yeah. fun and it's kind of got a really interesting decor yeah, value it to pops, it pops you know like you said earlier pop, yeah <laughs> it's a good job much, though, yeah. <laughs> okay. yeah, i didn't Bubble even mean it that time <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna say something nope yeah, um keeping it pg yeah, um you know or i like let's say i like red mm -hmm. right like i like red as an accent color let's just say for argument's sake yeah. You know, and I go and I put in everything red. My lower cabinets are red and the upper cabinets are white. I hope you enjoyed it because not everybody is going to like red cabinetry exactly. when it comes time to sell it. And if you paid a premium to have specifically red cabinets, that's not a good return on investment. Yeah. But if you live in the house for 15 years or 20 years or whatever it is, and you enjoy them and you absolutely love it, have at it, do oh, it for sure. Yeah. Design it and do it. But just that's not going to be a return on investment yeah and see that's kind of i guess you know part of the whole point is just depending on your use of the home right like mm -hmm. i was just having this conversation with clients recently and it was like oh well if i knew like yeah i was going to sell it i wouldn't have put this in or i wouldn't have went that far on like the, the certain thing they did yeah. right and I, I think that's just the point is that you know everybody yeah especially today everybody wants to buy a turnkey home like they want it to be mm -hmm. just I've spent all my money to, to, to acquire the property. I not putting anything else into it. So have everything yeah. done exactly as I like it. Right. Well, and there's, there's a buyer for every sort of yeah. scenario, right? Yeah. Like I don't want to do, I don't want to lift a finger. So I, my next house needs to be perfect. Yeah. I'm not well, speaking from my perspective yeah. because I bought a bit of a yeah, fixer. Yeah. Well, and that's good though, right? right. But it, it brings you back and it grounds you. Because when you start dispensing advice to your clients, mm -hmm. you know, when you're going through it, like in person at that time, mm -hmm. that these are the things that are important. And when you are dispensing that information, you can also say that, you know what, you don't need to spend this type of money exactly. or this is the best place to spend your money. Like if yeah. you want to fix it up, then this is the best place. Yeah. And I think it goes back to, uh, even the previous episode that we talked about, um, you know, with networking and just yeah. all that kind of stuff is just. Like there's so many, like when you have this network in place, right? Like you're, you should be kind of advised correctly to some degree. And it's right. just everything that we've just said here, like, you know, you can over improve, you can under improve. Like if you're yeah. going to buy a, if you're going to buy a home that you're hoping to be worth, you know, 1.5 million, yeah. for example, and you're buying it for seven, 700. And it's, you know, yeah. if you go in and you put in the cheapest countertops and you put in, yeah. you know, you put carpet in the whole house or whatever, like you're not going to attract the, the buyers you're looking for. I well, guess, buyers right? are savvy too. Yeah. Right. There's a lot more information out there. Oh, yeah. Buyers are very savvy. Agents are very savvy. Yep. They can see through it. You see through it. Oh, I see sure. through it. And you, you point these things out to your buyers and they know that, you know, this counter doesn't join that or these cabinets don't match or this doesn't fit. And yeah. you can tell that stuff, but yeah, you're right. I mean, there are times when people come in and don't understand, yeah. you know, that demographic that lives in this area doesn't appreciate that kind of 
you know, yeah. renovation or fit and finish, yeah. right? You, you can't, you can't apply the same fit and finish you do on a 3000 square foot estate home exactly to a, you know, a, maybe a post-war bungalow where this is someone's first home. Yeah. No one's going to go in there and go, well, I don't care. Like, yeah. I want it to feel like home. Yeah. Right? And it's like, you know, there, there was a home I showed recently just for the, just for the sake of the conversation while we're on it. Like I had showed a home recently where it was a, a two bedroom bungalow, um, but really very small bedrooms, right? Mm. Like, the home was really small and, but it was beautiful. Like it was so nicely done. And it's just, yeah. uh, the reason I'm bringing it up is just because although my clients loved the work that was done and they thought it was just stunning, it was like, it was only a two bedroom home. Yeah. So my point I'm making is that each property that anyone will acquire, like it, at any given moment, it's always going to have kind of a ceiling, right? Where it's going to yeah. appreciate. It's only going to appreciate so far. Yes. Like I have that talk a lot with first time buyers who are looking into condos, like a condo townhome, for example, is going yeah. to appreciate less than a detached town, like a freehold townhome, for example, right? Yeah. So yeah, I guess that's just kind of the point um, in yeah. all of this that we're talking about is just, yeah. if you're going to do the renovations, right? Like yeah. seek out a professional, yeah. plan it out correctly, yeah. right? Like be, be very conscious of the budget and kind of yeah. also be conscious of the product. And when I say product, I mean the home that you're, that you're working on, right? Yeah. Don't go crazy. If you don't, if you're only going to be there a couple of years, yeah, do it up, do it nicely. But yeah. maybe you could save a couple grand now that you'll be able to use in the future. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all about that. Again, we've used the word utilization and function a yeah. lot today. Yeah. But you know, I look at my personal situation yeah. and I look at it and I say, this is a house that we intend on being in for 15 years. Yeah maybe even 20 years. Yeah. So do everything you want, right? Do the stuff that we like to it. We're going to grow. It's going to, it's going to evolve. And I can almost guarantee you if we're sitting here in 20 years, everything that I've almost put into this house today <laughs> is going to be out of date and yeah. we'll be changing. But it's nice and open though. That's the key. It is nice and open now, but your styles change, right? Yeah. Your utilization no, no, of your home changes. Yeah. Like it used to be, you know, I, I mean, I mean, look at handles and stuff like that and how that's changed. Yeah. You know, it goes through a phase where it was, it was brass and just pulls mm -hmm. and then it goes to silver and then it goes to brush nickel. Yeah, and now you've got black handles, matte black handles and yeah. shiny black handles. Yeah. And you know, that kind of, that kind of look is, is a really rich look to yeah. it. Now we're seeing colors like my kids are seeing when we're decorating and they're going, Oh, I like this green color. Yeah, And you're like, right. Mm. <laughs> Not for 20 years. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like green was like popular. Yeah. Like 23 years ago. Yeah. Right. But they see it as something new yeah. and it's, it's kind of unique for them. So these things always phase in and yeah. out. Right? Well, there, there are certain things that are, always, that are going to be timeless too, right? Like certain styles and looks, Yeah, you know, whether they're timeless or they kind of are going to come back or they're going to go out yeah. and they're going to come back again. Right. Like, yeah. I think that's just like we talked about earlier, right? If yeah. you're going to tile your whole bathroom floor to ceiling with pink, bright tiles, like yeah. uh, it's not going to be for everyone. It's also probably not going to be in really at any point, yeah. right? So even your own personal style. Yeah. Right. Oh, like yeah. my personal style, I used to have very strong, bold colors. And yeah. I first met my wife, mm -hmm. um, she came into my apartment and was like, whoa, what <laughs> is with the colors? <laughs> and now I'm looking at a, a color palette where like I'm, I'm, I'm phasing off of like, shades of white yeah, and yeah. gray like You're light like, gray ooh. and volcanic ash yeah. and you know decorators white and yeah. oxford white some of the color like, the names huh? kill me yeah. yeah oh i know going like through like, this stuff, they're all white but yeah i like you know <laughs> yeah yeah there's decorators white there's decor yeah, yeah. white there's shellless, oxford you know, white there's cloud white, white. there's it just keeps going yeah so yeah, it's, it's like okay wait a second how did you define a cloud as being that type of yeah. white 
Yeah. Right? And the weird thing is, is that we did, we picked a white kitchen, right? Yeah. For I, most of our cabinets, my except the a white kitchen. I like it. Yeah. And we went and said, we just need one kind of white quartz countertop. Yeah. Not even close. What would you end up with? Not even close. Like yeah. the two whites, when we put them together, oh, okay. it was That's like, what you mean. Yeah. this one was like a kind of a bluish kind yeah. of grayish white. Yeah. And this was a yellow warm white. And you put the yeah. two together. Looks Not awful. So good. Yeah. 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 And you think individually, I'm looking at this, you know, whatever it is, new decor, yeah. white color. And I got the quartz over here and I'm like, oh, it's going to look so good. I'm so smart. Yeah. Okay. And they yeah. put it together and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. Horrible. That was awful. <laughs> yeah. Right? But see, that's all, that's another design thing though, right? Because remember when yeah. I did my kitchen, like I said, I have a white kitchen, white lower cabinets, white upper cabinets. Uh, yeah. But I like I, I was going to do a white countertop as well with the idea that you know keep it all nice and bright and open. But that yeah. was the only thing that I had kind of varied from. So I did like a like a gray like natural granite stone. Yeah. But then I, that's the only thing that I did that wasn't white. Yeah. Right, my backsplash is a white subway tile look. Right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's just there's certain things. Yeah, like you get to it, and you know people people do so many things now. And as we've said, trends are going to change. Yeah. But there are certain things that if you do, uh, you know, connect yourself with the right people. Like I, I know my stager, for example, um, she's really good with design trends. It's the only reason I'm saying it. So she'll like sometimes yeah. she'll tell me like you know, yeah, that's not in. But like oh, don't worry, like this will come back. Like oh, that's timeless, right? So yeah, the point is just when you when you're connected with the right people, there's a lot of time you can get that little bit of guidance where yeah. you can probably find the sweet spot between something that is probably going to stay timeless or is going to come back and something you love, you know, yeah. as opposed to getting something that you don't, because the, yeah. the, the, there's a, there's another big point here quickly. While I, let me stop myself while I'm on another tangent, but okay. some people <laughs> will sometimes do a renovation. As you said, it's not for themselves. They're doing it for like the next guy. Yeah. So, people will live in a home for five years with countertops that they actually just don't like the look of, or they don't like yeah. the anything, but they're doing it because ah, it made the most sense. And yeah, I guess the point I'm getting it as it sounds like what you're doing is that you're making your home exactly how you're going to like it, hopefully yeah. for the next, you know, 15, 20 years, whatever it is. Yeah. So that to me makes more sense than sometimes people will do something differently because they just think that it's yeah. going to serve them down the road and it probably will. Yeah. But there's a difference between hating, you know, your bathrooms every day and just, Oh, no, the you've, flooring, gotta, right? you've got to like what you're putting in there. Exactly. Right? There's got to be a comfort. There's got to be some comfort level yeah. there. Right. Um, so it, the whole renovation thing for me is it's, it's very exciting yep. at the beginning. And it's like you go through phases. It's like you're up and down <laughs> well, like a toilet seat. I feel like it's time. like a weird level of excitement because you know right? it's costing you money, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're stroking out on a yeah. Sunday afternoon going, oh, my God, I can't believe yeah. I have this many contractors yeah. in my house. You're waking up at 3 a.m. sweating, wondering and how then, you're going to do it all. you know, Tuesday morning after the floor is in, you can't help but invite all of your friends over. Come look at my floors, yeah. right? Because you want everybody to see your floors. Oh, you yeah. want everybody to see you your kitchen, it off, right? right? Like, so you... It, it really is a roller coaster ride. Yeah. And, you know, everything is going along so well. And this is coming out. Oh, this took me half the time. Oh, my contractor was done in this amount of time. The plumber said this was great. And then you get to some other point and it's like, everything stops. And yeah, you're like, yeah, your floor is like, yeah. and you're like, yeah. okay, well, now so what do I falling over? Now what do I do? Yeah. So we actually did uncover that. We had a it's real a big one, a real dip. Yeah. In, in one of our sections of our floor. And we thought, okay, well, we can kind of patch this up or we can cover this over, or, you know, a little bit of filler, floor leveler, nope. everything goes away. And the more we looked at it, we just said, no, yeah. no, we got to straighten this. So it took us an extra day. Yeah. You had to restructure it or? Yeah. We just went downstairs, kind of got the jack posts okay. and it wasn't a lot. Like yeah. it was an inch, maybe an inch and a quarter. Okay. So, so, so for you, was it actually just the posts then or did you actually have to like like actually rebuild or restructure. No, 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 it was just the post oh, and okay, what we did. So we just, instead of putting the wall this way, we put the wall 
Oops. Yeah. Look at me. That go. way. Look, yeah. Look at me go. Uh, we put the wall this way. Okay. So now we put, a, we put a doorway in there yeah. and we'll just, we'll, we'll move the hallway from here. Yeah. Did it again. Holy cow. All right. This oh, is, this is one of these though. comical. I'm my own worst enemy today. Yeah, That's all right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're getting through it. Um, so, you know, that was something that when we looked at it, I could have just glazed it over. Yeah, but it's the same point. $50 bag of floor leveler. Yeah, it's the same point from earlier though. Right. Do it right. Do it right the first time yeah. we're going to live here. Because every time I sit in that chair and I look, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's crooked. Oh, yeah. It's not straight. Yeah. And that would drive you crazy. Yeah. Every time. It's like you had the opportunity to fix it. And it's the same kind of point that I was just saying, right? Like, why would you live with that if yeah. you don't need to, right? Because right. it's the little things. Like, I think everybody, yeah. I think every homeowner will have probably a small list of the little things or the little imperfections that yeah. they're constantly aware of, yeah. but you just never do them. Like yeah. you're, you're always like, ah, oh, yeah, I'm going to get to doing that. I'm going to finish that. Yeah. I got to move my mic back here because I yeah, yeah. eat the crap out of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's on your list of things you got to do. So you finally got it. Um, but yeah, no, there's just like, there's always going to be little things you do. So the point is that if there's, if you've got a little bit of a, maybe the one room doesn't have the baseboard complete, or there's a couple little things like those are things that you could kind of live with for a few months yeah. if you need to, but something yeah. like your floor being not level, like oh. you're going through a major renovation deal with it right just yeah. take care of it like you did and then you're never gonna have to worry about it again yeah it's an extra day and at the end of the day it's probably i don't know maybe a thousand bucks to yeah. to straighten it up yeah. and for some people a thousand bucks is a lot of money yeah, for sure um it's a lot of money for me but I it's also that. your sanity right you would yeah. have like i know you well enough you would have walked yeah. by and you would have looked at that floor and every day you would have been like driving yourself crazy Crown molding doesn't touch <laughs> this yeah. the cabinets out everything so else now you've is got out. you know your sanity your peace of mind uh, a thousand bucks extra gone. how much it's, is that worth it's, it's just a drop in the, in the in the ocean here for what you're doing right so yeah. no it, it, um, it is but um and again that's working with good people yep for right sure. who who stop pull it back and say you know now's the time to fix this yeah it's not it's not always going to be comfortable yeah, that's good advice, right? But it's, it's the time to do it. Yeah. Right. So, so, um, all right. Well, what do you think? You want to start wrapping this one up? I think so. Cause I, I feel like just sorry to cut it. I feel like going forward, like we've said before, we're going to be, we're, we're going to be bringing on guests. So I do yeah. like, whether it's, you know, my brother-in-law or another contract, like we will have somebody in here to maybe touch yeah. on more technical things or, you know, go over more, uh, yeah. you know, more into the process of from their end. Right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I feel this like was just, you, you had some good answers today. I think you yeah, will take value from that. This is just bringing us back from our, you know, my kind of moving process. Yeah, exactly. Right? There, It's an interesting talking point because it does, it grounds you. Yeah. Right. It grounds you back to, you know, what are our clients going through? What are our customers going through? You know, when people are looking at these things, you can, you can speak to them. Yeah. Right. And you can understand that, you know, someone may be saying to you, us or anybody out there that's looking for a home, you know, I want this, this, and this, and this. Okay. I get that. Yeah. But maybe focus on these top two and maybe the other, th the other two can fall into place after yeah. you move in. All right. Or maybe the house that you're looking at has to have all of these things, but do they have to be fixed and perfect right now? And can we make them better? Yeah. So understanding that to, in order to be able to help our clients again, yep. right? Because a lot of what we're doing is about helping our clients. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's just a big point is, you know, we talked, uh, I think it was probably my bio episode that we talked about, mm -hmm. you know, like my experience of buying my first house where I, I just touched on how I felt like I learned so much from that process of being the, the actual buyer itself. Right. So I yeah. feel like for you right now, like you're, you know, you're armed and ready with, you know, oh. lots of up to date 
yeah. construction information and that will yeah. serve you when you're talking to your clients right yeah and i think that's just a, a big point here is like that's why we yeah. wanted to do this episode we wanted to kind of you know not just sit here and and you know educate you the whole time but to talk about your experiences and get yeah. what you're actually like going through right now right, right. and I, I guess one of the, the the big things as we we wrap up here is set yourself a budget yeah work with professionals yeah give yourself the time yeah. And don't be, don't be quick to make, um, you know, big decisions or glaze over them, um, in the fact of that you might miss something yeah. when you're doing this stuff. So, uh, uh, just quickly here, let me ask you before we, yeah. uh, before we sign off in a second budget, are you, are you on budget or are you over budget? You obviously don't give me the numbers, but maybe a percentage because <laughs> once again, it's valuable, it's valuable insight, right? You, it's not your first time doing it is my point. You've done no. it before. And if you're over, that's, it's a good point for people yeah. to know, right? Generally I'll allow 10 to 15% okay. of what I've, what I initially think it's going to be. Yeah. So if I think in my mind, it's going to be 75 to get all this stuff done, mm -hmm. right? Or it's 60 to get this done mm -hmm. in the case of 75, it's probably going to be closer yeah. to 85. I was going to say, yeah. if it's 60, it's probably going to be closer to 65 or 70. Yeah. So right. from your experience, then would you say it's wise for people to at least budget maybe for an extra 10% just in oh, case, for sure. like it, just bare minimum, basically, right? For sure. Every okay. time we've done this, every time, every time there's, you're short on the floor. Yeah. There's always and, something, right? you know, it's, oh, I'll save a little bit of money. I'll do the upstairs now. I'll come back and I'll do the downstairs later. Oh yeah. No, no, no. Guess, guess what happens? <laughs> I already know the answer. <laughs> my flooring upstairs is out of stock yeah. and I can't get it anymore. And my upstairs doesn't match my downstairs. Yeah. You want something that'll drive you crazy? Oh, we see it every day. That right? will drive you crazy. But it's also like, if you have the contractor there already, yeah. just do it. If, if yeah. you, obviously if you can, right? Because if you're yeah. going to bring them back they're you know, you're paying them more, right? Yeah. Like you're paying them again. Like it's, it's a, it's a good lesson I've learned in life and I've, I'm trying to instill it in the kids too, yeah. as, as we go through this process, because this yeah. is something interesting. And I know we're, we're heading back down another road. Yeah. So we're going to wrap yeah, but it up. We're, we're here. We're wrapping it up. Everyone, but, everyone knows, you know, we talk about budget and money an awful lot. So the one thing I was told is very sage advice. Okay spend as much as you possibly can on the best items that you have. You don't need a hundred of them. Okay. You need 10 that are good. And where that came from me was, you know, a couple of years ago, I mean, suits were still big for me, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I wanted to have a suit and wanted to have a tie and wanted to have my, you know, all the, the, the best. And I was like, Oh, you know, if I'll get seven of them, well, I can't afford seven, Yeah. but I can afford two, yeah, quality really ones. good ones that are going to last me a long yeah. time. They're going to look good. Mm -hmm. They're made well. They're going to stand the test of time. Yeah. So I know it's suits and it's ties and stuff. It's like a good that. example though. Honestly, it is, but I think so. I still have the one suit, other suit I ripped. Yeah. And no jokes, oh, not yeah. because I got too big. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't right? going to go there. I wasn't <laughs> going to go there yet. <laughs> it was just, I ripped it and, yeah. but I still have the other one. Yeah. Right? And it's, those have served me well. Yeah. So I take that across the board. Okay. Do I need absolutely everything? No, but the stuff I want, yeah. I the, would the like it things. to be the best quality that I can afford yeah. right now and do the best job possible. Right. Can I afford, um, you know, the highest end marble to do my renovations? No, I can't, yeah. but I can afford a very, very good quality quartz. Yeah. And that serves itself well. Right. And if you can't afford the very, very best of the quartz, then you get a laminate countertop. 
but yeah, just know always... that it's not, but get the best that you can yeah. for what you're doing at the time. Yeah. It's, it's going to last longer. It's going to serve you better. Um, you know, you're not going to repair it and they're going to break down. It's not going to, you know, yeah. need service calls or whatever that is. Yeah. No, and so, honestly, I think, I think suits is a, is a good example. Like yeah. maybe I think that because we're in the business and I'm, I had the same very yeah. similar experience. Right. But yeah. you know, you buy a cheap suit. It's not gonna, it's not gonna last that many washes. It's not gonna, it looks like a cheap suit. It looks like you're wearing a cardboard box or yeah. your, your dad's suit or a, yeah. you know, a shopping <laughs> bag from a Christmas present that you cut right. holes in. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that when you have a good suit, Okay. And let's just say it's a dress shirt yeah. or it's a nice tie. Yeah. Even a fitting pair of pants. Like right. it's a, it makes a big difference. Like you feel better for having that one or two pieces, not 10. Yeah. The one or two pieces make you feel good. Yeah. And you take care when of you them. go out and you want to take care of it. Yeah. Right. So when you go out, you feel good. You know, you feel, you know, chest pumped out. You yeah. know, you're, you're, you're on top you're, of the world. You're confident and everything yeah. else that goes across the board with a lot of other things. Right? Yeah. When you're, when you fix your home and you make it nice and it's comfortable and you can, you can come home at the end of the day and sit down and go, I like this one chair I have. Yeah. Not 10 chairs. Yeah. But one really good chair to sit in. And like just tying them together, right? Like tying suits and, you know, renovations and everything. It's like, if you, if you could have afforded, for example, let's say, let's just say that, you know, for the sake of it, a, a suit that fits you beautifully well is a thousand bucks. And mm -hmm. let's say that the cheap one is, let's just say 350, 400, just for the sake of it, right? Because mm -hmm. we're going to say the same thing with countertops. It's like, yeah. if you could have afforded the one, but you bought two of the cheap ones, mm -hmm. you will, you're going to regret that for the suits at some point. Yeah. You're going to feel a little bit less, like you're going to have a little bit of annoyance in your head that you didn't just get the nicer one. You're not going to yeah. love how you look. The same yeah. idea with the countertops. Like, yeah. I, I think we're not saying that you need to like overindulge, but if you can afford the quartz and like, it's, you know, it's really important to you to have it, yeah. but you go and you get, let's just say the laminate, but then you put in like something else that, yeah. wasn't that important to you, you're still probably going to be like, ah, I wish yeah. I just put the quartz in. Right. And well, then, and I did that on my last renovations. Yeah. Like we did it and someone said heated floors and I'm like, I don't need heated floors. Yeah. Like that's just pretentious. Who has heated floors? Yeah. Who am I? Right. <laughs> I, yeah. Well, that, that was kind of it. Right. Yeah. Like who am I? I, no, I, don't need, I, don't, I know what you mean. Yeah. I don't need heated floors. My yeah. parents grew up without heated floors. Yeah. Right. No, I don't I mean, they're just floors. fine. Right. Yeah. And then I, I fast forwarded a couple of years into it and I was like, should have put in the heated uh, floors. My feet are cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at me. <laughs> but it was just, it was one of those things that you're doing when you're doing it. It's yeah. like, uh, I, I made a decision to save money that it wasn't a good decision at the end of the day. Yeah. And right. you're not going to make the same one again. Right. Right. So next time, yes. Am I putting in heated floors? Yeah. I'll put in heated floors yeah. in everywhere. No. But All anyways, right, so, so that's, that's my no, little I feel rant like, about uh, Hey, I feel like there was a lot of, I, to me, from my real estate, you know, perspective, I think there was a lot of value in today's conversation. I think you had mm -hmm. a lot of points that, as I said, are very relatable. Yeah. Uh, anybody who's ever purchased or owned a home or yeah. lived in a home, like you're gonna, yeah. somebody went through renovation at some point in time. So I think there's a lot of good points. And yeah. as we said, like this is coming from, yes, we're both, you know, real estate, uh, you know, sales pe people and brokers and everything. But I mean, this is mostly coming from you and your yeah. personal experience, right? As yeah. a consumer. So I, I yeah. hope that people can take a lot of value from this. Yeah. Um, anything else uh, you want to kind of tune in here before I, we... I would just wrap up and say, do your plan, Yeah. make your budget and be flexible on both. Yeah. Right. Be flexible on both and know that, um, you know, my budget's probably going to go up mm. and my plan is not going to be exactly the way it was when yeah. I first envisioned it. And I first wrote it down or draw it on and put it on a, on a napkin. And it was an idea yeah. on the way home, but just move with that 
and and do the best that you can with what you have that's within your budget yeah just be just be prepared and expect yeah. uh, expect to maybe have to make changes and you know if they're yeah. they could be big changes they could be really minor ones that make a big difference right so yeah. yeah like i said i think there's a lot of good things in there so um you know you were in the hot seat today so hopefully yeah. you're uh, not you. too sweaty over there nope um nope. but Pretty no bad. i think that was great so i hope uh, yeah so thanks sir thanks for all the answers yeah. today scott i appreciate that and um yeah, well, i hope you. everybody that enjoyed it hope everybody yeah. enjoys and get some value so all right and if you have any questions or comments just send them our way we'd be happy yeah. to do it and hopefully we, from there we generate some more topics yeah definitely and, and that's about. what we've been saying right like we have yeah. been having a lot of conversations with people that we know and just various little things here and there so yep. yeah any feedback uh you know any comments great hit us up on social media any dms yep. you know comment on our post we put up and um yeah thanks for tuning in we will see you guys next time thanks dylan all right thank you